MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. We got. We finally found that name. It's Mike Harmon, Dan Byer with you, Jason Smith off tonight. Welcome in on a Tuesday night. Some big college buckets going on. We've got the latest in the college football playoff rankings because that's always fun. We love the updates of rankings and then little commentary by some of the committees. So we'll get into that as the night unfolds. Uh, all the usual chicanery that you've come to love and expect when Dan Byer is alongside me here in for Jason Smith, which means we'll play some games, we'll have some fun, and have a lot of laughs along the way. How we doing, Dan? I am doing well. Should I call you LaMike? Because that's what they have. Like, I like, it's like LeBron. You know, it just it slides right in. I'm, I'm excited for these uh, next four hours because the tilt that we have in the NBA, Suns 
Warriors should be entertaining, and we'll follow that throughout. But college football rankings and obviously the college football coaching carousel, no place I'd rather be, Mike, than with you for the next four Oh, hours. I appreciate that. I mean, obviously, you know, you've got the little one. Maybe he can sit on your lap and learn a few things uh, <laughs> and, and be ready to dominate uh, eventual daycare uh, along the way. But, yeah, so many storylines uh, flowing. We've, we're watching Steph Curry in the warm-ups. We've got the the big Duke-Ohio State game that's going on. I've got, you know, some MLS action in front of me. I mean, there, there's just so much, a veritable smorgasbord, as you said, the coaching carousel uh, in the collegiate space because there's still some points to come out of that, right? All the righteous yeah. indignation and 5,000-word missives of all folks who, if you look at their resumes, they've job hopped since they left college, but all of a sudden it's really bad for anybody else to do that. But what about the kids? Well, the kids do it too. Uh, and it's gotten easier for them to do it. But we'll talk about that as the night goes on. A couple of big stories that have popped over the course of the afternoon and into the early evening. Uh, one, as we look at the Lakers, always the punching bag right now for what we've seen through the early part of the season, Dan. Uh, but a game against the Kings, like, all right, a winnable game. And now we've got the news that LeBron James has gone into the health and safety protocols uh, and will miss the next 10 days uh, unless he has the two negative tests within a 24-hour period moving forward, right? Goes into the protocol uh, immediately, you know, a lot of hand-wringing and wondering uh, about his status. Remember LeBron back at the end of September said, hey, even though I was skeptical, uh, I did my research and I got vaccinated, quote, I think everyone has their own choice to do what they feel is right for themselves, their family, and things of that nature. I know I was skeptical about it all after doing my research. I felt it was best suited, not only for me, but for my family and my friends, and then asked to promote. That was where he got some blowback. But we have that you know, in, in the in the pockets, I guess, as it were, because the discussion immediately started taking a turn of, wait a minute, what's going on here? So, in, in protocols, and it's just the latest in what's been a miserable run here, Dan, for, for the Lakers, trying to find some answers and all the talk of age and breaking down and Frank Vogel and his coaching style and being able to get guys to commit to playing defense. It's really become a, uh, at this point, you know, they needed more Lincoln Riley news to try to push that to the back burner. Yeah, with with all this happening, though, and for as as dire as Laker fans feel that their season is, and I actually feel this way for the for the top teams of the conference as well, they're sitting there in the seventh spot right? in the West, and right now they'd be two and a half games up on missing the playoffs. So they're sitting there firmly in that seven to ten window, and not only that, there's actually a four to ten window because there's such a logjam between fourth place and tenth place. Everybody's within a game of each other, so it's not all bad. And honestly, Mike, and I'm not going to make any COVID jokes, jokes but if LeBron James again misses uh, some more games in the regular season is it that big of a deal for the Lakers I know it's in in terms of the the grand scheme of things you think of would LeBron want to be playing this full slate anyway well that's that's the larger point yes we'd be talking about load management in under normal circumstances exactly exactly so yes you you don't want to have it have it happen this way but but in the end, it's the you're you're playing for April, May, and June. You're not playing yeah, for right. the end of November. Yeah, you'd like to be better than eleven and eleven. You'd like to beat some of these teams that are clearly the also rans in the NBA. But as you say, you're sitting in the seventh seat. It's not where you want to be, but it's the end of November. It doesn't matter where mm-hmm. you are here. Right, you try to figure out some rotations. You try to figure out who has use for you, who doesn't. Right, we we've seen those stories in other cities when you talk about the New York Knicks and saying, "Hey, Kemba Walker, you don't you don't really have any value for us right now." So we'll see where he ends up if he finds you know they they find a trade partner or if they just leave him sitting and and simmering, uh, you know, anticipating that they'll need him in case of injury, etc. But the same thing here with the Lakers. If we're going to talk about age and and the worry of injury, you weren't banking on eighty two from any of these guys anyway. Correct. And I know that there are a couple of big games that the Lakers have, and I'm using the air quotes when I talk about big games uh, when it comes to regular season matchups. But you do have a game against the Clippers that was scheduled mm-hmm. for Friday that he's going to miss, and then a trip to Boston a week from tonight. So there would be an opportunity where he would miss that game. But 
missing, you know, a game against Sacramento. And I know you just dropped the triple overtime affair uh, over Thanksgiving weekend. But honestly, is that the game that you really are are sad to miss if you're a, a Lakers fan? LeBron being LeBron testing positive for COVID is obviously news. But I just don't know, Mike, the real ripple effect and the storyline that comes from it, except that LeBron may miss a couple of regular season games, which he was probably going to do anyway at some point. Yeah, I I just look at it as and we'll talk about the game that's just underway. We've got Golden State and Phoenix and and a lot of hot take nonsense out there. And and what do we try to do? We we do it every week. I mean, look, we're going to talk about the the NFL MVP pyramid that you put out at Dan Byer on Fox every week on Wednesdays here and we we certainly try to evaluate at each you know post along the way and certainly for the NBA we're kind of at that point you know a couple of weeks till Christmas that you know this is where folks start to shift their maybe some of their viewing habits although look at the numbers for the NFL over Thanksgiving weekend my goodness uh in terms of live theater uh there there's maybe none better uh even if you head to Broadway and the in the bright Klieg lights there but you you look at the NBA normally we we look at Christmas day as being a jumping off point yet you know we we've got to try to evaluate where some of these teams are and then this game between the Warriors and Phoenix Suns, I mean, the the buildup over the last 24 hours in social media and all the written reports and little video clips and montages, you, you'd think we were, were fighting for the number one seed on the final day of the regular season. Sure. I mean, that's that's the other thing with all of this. Like, are, are, you, are you really – are you really concerned? Like, is we're watching this. I I forgot that it was still November, by the way, because I keep on calling it early December, sure. and that's not even until until Wednesday. But like, I, I'm just I'm not I'm not concerned in the overall picture with with like LeBron James and the Lakers right now. It's just not it's not my you know biggest sort of thing. I'd be more worried about okay, does the Dallas defense, uh, Dallas Cowboys defense, can they get a stop against the Saints on Thursday? Like those sort of sure. things. That's where that's where just my mind is, you know, right now as we talk about like the biggest stories that are happening and you know, and you talk about those the the huge ratings just on on Thursday and Thanksgiving Day always gives you the best ratings that the NFL is going to get. Even the Lions game gets good ratings people like mucho good ratings. Hey, so it was the Bears. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it could have been the bad news bears, and people are still going to watch it because it's on Thanksgiving. But again, it's a it's a long haul, and when you know when the NFL comes to push and shove, that's what we're going to uh, we're going to make our bread. I'd be more concerned about that if I was a sports fan of what's going to happen Thursday than between the Cowboys and Saints than what's going to happen with the Lakers missing a game against the Clippers on Friday. Yeah, and obviously for for your own fandom, I mean, you you had a rough weekend. Oh my that, goodness! That, the bookend between Saturday and, and Monday. So we'll we'll get into that a little more. I don't, I don't want to get you too agitated to start off the jump here, <laughs> here, Dan. But but you know th- there is pressing needs, right? Because you're talking about the final third of an NFL season and and yeah. jockeying for playoff seating, deciding whether it's time to evaluate younger talent, make a quarterback change to see if you can jumpstart things in certain cities, Cleveland, uh, and others. But it's for the NBA, you know, we, we look at the Lakers and just way the way they are just such a behemoth from a, a national brand, an international brand that, you know, with LeBron James as the injuries pile up. Because the joke forever for me, Dan, was that he was a cyborg, mm-hmm. right? You know, no matter what seemed to hit hit him, he was there. And then take some games off and like that's your prerogative. Right? As long as you you talk to your teammates, you, you talk to ownership and coaching and say, look, you want me ready for June? I, th- I think that's the end of the discussion, right? I'll see you in a week. I'm going yeah. on a banana boat cruise and I'll see you in a while. Uh, but when when you're looking at it now where, you know, obviously going into the health and safety protocols for 10 days is is different than, than others, but just the number of injuries he's already been affected by to start the season, you, you start looking at it perhaps a little more closely than you would a normal end of November sequencing. Because it's like, how do you buy opportunities and, and wins if he's not on the court? And that and that's the thing. Looking at this roster, and Russell Westbrook, he's probably the most polarizing player we've got in the game 
right? In terms of, you know, love sure. the, the attitude and the fight you for 48 minutes, but also the frustration of, all right, do I trust him when, when I need a shot <laughs> down, well, the, down the line, right? Uh, Anthony Davis, he spends a lot of time on the floor, Dan, for a seven-foot mm-hmm. man. Uh, that, that's hard because every, every fall, unless he's learned how to take a bump like a Hollywood stuntman or a member of the WWE, uh, you start wondering about his availability. So it all kind of plays together as, while it's not the be-all to end-all, it's still the, all right, is this a harbinger of things to come? Then you know what that tells me? That tells you that the Lakers need a perfect storm if they want to be title contenders. Yeah. If if that is if that's the case where we are, where LeBron needs to play all these games because there is no margin for error for this team in the regular season, then that just tells me that they aren't a title contender. And and it's obviously LeBron is is LeBron arguably the best player to have ever played this game. However, Mike, if we're sitting there worried about a game on November 30th and one on December 3rd and how it's going to match up. And I know that he hasn't, I know that he hasn't been available to them uh, at this point of the season or for, for a lot of this, this season so far, but it's just the point of, if you need the perfect storm of LeBron now playing all of these games and hoping that Anthony Davis can also stay on the court to be a title contender, I'm not sure you're a title contender. And that's, I think, maybe more of the statement of, of, of what we should be focusing on with the Lakers is if you need this from LeBron and Anthony Davis in the regular season, then you're probably not going to get it in the playoffs because it's taking everything that you can to get to the playoffs. And, and that's how I, I view it in stepping back where yeah, you can't tax at LeBron. I don't think that these games that LeBron has missed early. Remember, it's still it was still a long, uh, a, a weird season that they were coming off of. The finals didn't end in July, and I know the Lakers weren't playing in July, but there are still you know, some effects coming off of that, and I think that they're going to play out through this season, even with a team like the Phoenix Suns, who are the NBA's hottest team right now. I, I would not be surprised if they get affected in February or March or April just because of how much basketball they've played. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here 
both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Welcome back in. It's Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Arm and Dan Beyer in for Jason Smith tonight as we watch the Duke Blue Devils 36-28 with 2.30 remaining in the first half against the Buckeyes. Uh, we got Golden State and Phoenix tied uh, coming up on about three minutes left in the first quarter there. Uh, some thrillers across college buckets. Syracuse with a double overtime win over Indiana. Uh, the Bayheim brothers now uh, wreaking havoc as if they're uh, a WWE tag team, uh, Dan <laughs> Byer. So that, that's what I take away from that game uh, at a quick glance. Just so much swirling in our sporting universe. And then college football is is front and center with the latest rankings. Look, we've got all of the the pomp and circumstance and the pageantry of these giant contracts for coaches, Dan. Uh, but when it gets down to it, we still have work to do uh, this weekend to try to make sure teams solidify those playoff spots. Uh, we've got Georgia, and then you've got Michigan, Alabama, Cincinnati, and Oklahoma State sitting at number five, and then Notre Dame currently without its captain. Uh, sitting at number six. And look, you got Cincinnati sitting there at number four. Dan, their guy could leave too. And he could be leaving for the school that's at number six, which could throw a whole big curveball into all of this. I don't think that the rankings this week were much of a surprise considering what Michigan did to Ohio State and how Alabama needed the four overtimes to beat Auburn. I figured that you would see a bit of a change there and then it just allowed you know Cincinnati to to be in that number four spot. I'm not sure if there is really that doomsday scenario on where we are of 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 who could make it. I, I really think it's down to six teams and, and, and I know that you like Notre Dame as a possibility of maybe getting in if you have the, a bit of that chaos. Chaos scenarios, I, Dan. Yeah, I just don't know. I just I, I still think I may have to side with Smith and all of this and, and, and still think that it's it's still a five school race because I just don't know in, in who is seven, eight, nine, even if Baylor beats Oklahoma State, if you could put the Bears in there. And I just don't know if Notre Dame really has enough to – to catapult them if you were to see that chaos at the top of the rank. Well, and that's the that's the difficult part in trying to determine, you know, week to week, you know, what what's the end game of this, right? Because uh Barta, Gary Barta, Iowa, right? Uh part of the committee uh talking about Notre Dame, quote, Kelly's absence, part of the criteria for evaluating them. And so for Pat Forty on his Twitter account says, well, so the long story short, number six, without their coach, they're up against it. My argument was just from the discussion, because we'd had it earlier in the year, right, where Michigan was ahead of Michigan State, even though they had the head-to-head loss, mm-hmm. that you already had precedence. And I know there's been all the flowery language, and I had this argument with Smith about it, 
you know, the the flowery language, you know, when it became time to to do the sell job on, on the great year that Cincinnati's had. And they have. There's no question about it. You take care of business and do your thing. But what I tell you, like, and, and you'll learn, right? Your child's young. Uh, I've got two daughters that are in their teens now. What sounds like a good thing in a discussion point on Monday, a lot of times you're just trying to get past that discussion point on the Monday. So when Saturday comes and you really actually have to activate, you, you may have a different opinion mm-hmm. about the yeah. time commitment, the dollar commitment, what, whatever it is, whether you actually even want to do said activity. Uh, same thing here of you can say all you want about Cincinnati and, oh, this is great and look at this and whatever. And obviously the head-to-head win over Notre Dame. Three weeks later, you're also looking at, hey, we got a TV show that we need to uh, produce so we can do that as well. But we're going to put a pin in it for now, Dan, because joining us on the hotline right now, um, and my normal partner, Jason Smith, is going to cry. And I I think we're going to have to have him uh, make him cry a little bit. Buddy Beheim, victorious. The, How's it going? Uh, how are you, buddy? This this is exciting for us uh, on a number of levels. Number one, just a fantastic game for you. Uh, I alluded to you and Jimmy now. You guys are like a, a WWE tag team that people have to reckon <laughs> I guess, with. Yeah. I guess so. I'm, I'm proud of him, man. Just really proud of this team. Uh, unbelievable win. The best one I've ever been a part of. And just a lot of good takeaways. We showed a lot of heart, a lot of fight, and uh, just so thankful we were able to win this because I'm a little sore right now, that's for sure. I was going to say, 50 minutes played, 27-8, and eight, and coming up big in that second overtime. You guys established a big lead, and you go through the box scores, and, and, and in the end, it's all just about the W. But, you know, can you, can you just go through, you know, what kind of physicality it took to get through that second overtime? Yeah, just a lot of a lot of hard, a lot of uh, continuing to compete. Uh, I think the Bahamas tournament helped us a lot because we played three games back to back to back, and you know we were playing 38, 40 minutes, so against pressure teams. So I think that really helped us a lot. I, I give that a lot of credit for this win because you know I think I felt fresh personally. I know my teammates did too because we just were able to keep going, and uh, it's just a great great experience for us to build off this. Buddy, what's it like to uh, get off the plane and land in Syracuse after a week in the Bahamas? <laughs> it's actually it's actually unbelievable, but I'm not gonna lie. I was a little, you know, I was a little thankful to be back in Syracuse. I love it. I love it here. I love the snow. I kind of have embraced it over the years, but uh, thank, thankful I got a week in the Bahamas for sure. Just waking up, seeing the view was a little refreshing for me, but. Uh, I don't mind it here, but I know some of my teammates are a little bummed. <laughs> yeah, want to see if you can get a little bit of a timeshare there, I'm sure. Uh, and as you go through, so now four and three on the year. I mean, big contributions. You guys don't play a lot of games into the hundreds here, buddy. This is uh, a little different for Syracuse basketball. Yeah, definitely. I mean, uh, we did a really good job defensively in the first half, but we knew – in the second half, they were going to start scoring. We were going to just have to keep going, keep scoring, and uh, making plays, and that's what we did. But credit to them. They have some unbelievable players. Trace Jackson is one of the best players I've ever played against, no doubt, and uh, he's pretty incredible. So we knew we just had to keep going, making plays. They, they shot it well in the second half. And, yeah, it, it got to one of those games where it was high scoring, but uh, it's not a bad thing always when you can come out with a win. Buddy, how much responsibility is there in this Big Ten ACC challenge? Is this a marketing thing, or do you guys actually say, hey, we need to do this for our league, we need to do this for our conference, are you looking at other schools? How big of a deal of it is for a guy who plays in in this sort of challenge? I think it's really important. I mean, I I was checking the scores after our game, just seeing what was going on. Uh, Obviously, we're for the ACC. We want to try to prove that we're one of the best conferences in basketball, and uh, the Big Ten's obviously right up there with the best, so we just want to try to try to win as many games as possible. But uh, yeah, it's definitely a great event. I, I really like it. I think it's pretty cool playing against other leagues and uh, seeing what what happens. So as you sit down to to start a new season, right? Jimmy comes in, obviously, uh, coach. And trying to set goals, you know, how, how much personal goals versus team accomplishment, you know, are those discussions? Uh, definitely more team. I think uh, just you know, being with my brother and my dad, we just want to win. That's that's the most important thing. Uh, 
celebrating wins like this will be better than any individual performance we have. And uh, it's just a special group of guys also. We all want to win together. I love this this team, and uh, we're just focused on one game at a time, just trying to improve as a team every day. And he's the best at telling us that. And, you know, he kind of just told us for the season, hey, you know, I've, I've won my fair share of games. I'm good. Just go out there and win for this team, win for yourselves, and uh, everything will be all right. But he, he never puts that pressure on us, and uh, he's a pretty incredible coach and dad. Last one for me, buddy. How has your dad changed in coaching you from being a freshman to now being a senior? I think his trust has grown in me a lot. He doesn't you know, get on me too much about some plays, making mistakes, or uh, defensive things he kind of knows that I'm going to figure it out I'm going to learn from it um, and just be a leader he just tells me to keep going keep making plays keep making shots and just uh, never never quit never give up never lose confidence and uh, he, he knows how to coach me uh, better than anyone so he's always just uh, trusting me to, to make plays and be out there and uh, you know be a guy that, that we can depend on can you get away with stuff uh, sorry Mike can you get away with stuff now that you couldn't do like three years ago <laughs> yeah, sometimes I'll I'll just say uh, if he gets on me, I'll say it was Jimmy's fault. So he's the <laughs> new guy now. <laughs> I like that passing the buck. All right, buddy, I got to ask a favor. Uh, my normal partner here, Jason Smith, just celebrated a birthday. Uh, Syracuse alum and lives and dies and lives and breathes with you guys. Uh, we'd be doing four hours uh, of nothing but Syracuse talk tonight. So if if you could wish him a happy birthday, so we could play yeah. it and remind him of the fact that he took a really bad day <laughs> off because he didn't get to talk to you. I know, man. Happy birthday, Jason. Go Qs. Hopefully we can get you up to a game this year. We'd love to get to talk to you, but hopefully we'll do this again sometime, and uh, he'll be on the call, hopefully. We appreciate it, buddy. Thanks for taking the time. Congrats on the win. 112-110, the final. 27, eight assists, three boards. Played a full 50 minutes. Go get that uh, ice bath there, buddy. Thanks for hanging out with us. I will. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. Appreciate it. Thanks, buddy. That's Buddy Bayheim. Part of the Syracuse Orange uh, big win over Indiana, as you said. You know, looking at the challenge as it goes, and he scoreboard watch, and I love it. Yeah, it means it, it means something, and I wasn't sure if it did because a lot of times when you have rivals, you know, within your league, maybe you're not cheering for those teams. But when it comes to conference pride, I, I blame the SEC for uh, making the conference pride now a thing because of their SEC chance. I can understand why he wants to pull. I, I pull for the other schools. I also assume that it probably helps them if the ACC could win this challenge, and then those there's a more few schools that are are stronger, and it helps mm-hmm. the Syracuse resume when it comes to selection time again so I was I was a bit surprised because I thought maybe Mikey would be just more focused on beating Indiana but it is a thing for the players playing in this challenge no I look as you say I mean right now they're they're four and three and whenever we start getting into discussions of bubbles and seating and all of those things whenever whenever you can add the extra extra little little juice uh, as it were, uh, of the conference looking stronger, appearing stronger, uh, and having more teams in discussion. It, it's all all good. All right, we're going to go back to the hotline, Dan. Evidently, we've got um, you know a caller that wanted to break through and yell at us or something. So, uh, oh. mystery caller, what do you got? You jerks couldn't keep Buddy Buckets on the phone for another 30 seconds so I could call in and talk to him? Really? You couldn't, you couldn't, you couldn't tell him a story about your, your, your swollen dome or some fantasy advice and dance for 30 seconds so I could call and talk to the 2021-22 player of the year? You really couldn't do that for me? I did get him to say happy birthday to you. And he said he'd love to, uh, love to see you up and, and get you to a yeah, game. Yeah, he invited you to a game. He invited you to a game to meet up and hang out with him and his family. Oh, well, that's good. But still, you guys could have kept them on for another <laughs> I didn't know that you'd call I, in. I figured you were off eating ice cream somewhere and, and nowhere you know, to be found. My, it's not my fault. It's my dad's birthday, and i got to be off tonight for that. I miss Buddy Behan for my dad. Now, you know, I want to go back to the dinner now. <laughs> I want to go back in. Let me guess. Frostburg texted you? The most exciting bleeping game of the year, and I'm like, ah, oh, I'm not on tonight. But okay, my dad's birthday, it's fine. And now Frostburg texts me, dude, you picked the wrong night to be off. I'm like, yeah, I know, that's Syracuse game. Oh, my God. He goes, no, buddy, Buckets is on right now. And I'm trying to call through. And Tasha, I'm like, pick up the bleeping line. I'm like, this actually through for like five seconds. Don't worry. We'll we'll get Buddy back on another time. He gave you a go cues. We'll we'll put it. We'll sell it as an NFT. And any guy named Jason oh. that went to Syracuse can we can make money on it. 
Tyson, you got to make it open for that, right? For tomorrow, you got to make it happen. You got to make it. I mean, really. I mean, uh, you know, I'm going to go back in there to be mad at my dad the whole time. Well, you just have to tell him that. I mean, look at the brothers combined for 53, eight, and ten. That's a pretty nice oh, night. Oh my goodness. I mean, it's an unbelievable night. It's cardiac cues, man. We're going to the Final Four. We're back. We're back. But See, I could have talked to Buddy Bucket. I could have talked. I mean, I interviewed Jim Beheim, yeah. Buddy Beheim. Probably later in the year, we'll get Jimmy Beheim on the phone. We'll get Julie Beheim on the phone at some point down. I could have done that. I could have. You could have, you know, Dan could have talked about Russell Wilson for like, you know, like 10 seconds further. Just for a few, a few seconds you could have talked about. And could have talked about the Bucks. You could have talked about Giannis. And could have said, you know, buddy, you know who's really good is Giannis. And then Giannis, 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 and Bershinger picks up the phone, and then I get on and say hi to Buddy Bucket. Hey, I think it works I'm better just- this way. <laughs> Honestly, this is ten times better radio than if we would have gotten you through. I have to admit that this is this is this is prime Smith. I love it. I'd have thrown you guys off here. Are you kidding? You said, "Hey, we got somebody who wants to say hi." I would have said, "Tysha, cut their mics. It's good. I got this now. It's good." This I was is actually a serious conversation now. I was I was afraid. I've done that before. I've been in locker rooms face to face with guys to do like station liners or even shout outs and they're a little apprehensive. <laughs> Mike warms buddy Beheim up. He's like, Happy birthday, man, come to a game, go orange, miss you in Syracuse. Like I'm like, Holy crap, this guy is seasoned. Oh, yeah, no, he's amazing. so good. Buddy knows, man. <laughs> yeah, he knows. This is great. And twi- Twitter knows, is man. loving this too. Uh, I bet. Yeah, Twitter is. Yeah, you're being called. Uh, you've you've been already referred to as Napoleon Dynamite. Going lucky, lucky. <laughs> I'm gonna walk in and stab my dad in the hand with a. Whoa, fork. whoa, <laughs> whoa! <laughs> this is what happened. Allegedly, Larry. this is what happened. <laughs> yeah, that was your homework. You missed it. Yeah, you know we got the text that it might happen. And then, lo and behold, oh, we start talking about college football rankings. Dan and I are going in, talking about Notre Dame and what Gary Barta had to say. And then, all of a yeah. sudden, it's like, hey, Buddy's there. So, Buddy, Buddy really said all that stuff about me? He did. I, I was talking about a BTS concert. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm hey, so did excited. you go stand in oh, line for seven hours for merch today? Because, you know, it wasn't no, a concert dude. day. It was just merch day. Dude, we, uh, my cousin's also in town. We're big out to dinner tonight with my dad and my cousins. They're going to the concert tomorrow. It's at 7.30. She said, we're getting in line at like 11. I go, in the morning? Yeah. She said, yeah. I go, no, you don't need that. She goes, yeah, but there's a big line again. I go, yeah, it's so fine. They've had, they've had football games. No, no, it's I've heard. I've, I've, You're going to be fine. No, no, no. Read the reviews of the, the first uh, events. They're doing okay, it right. You know, I don't really it, care. Listen, they're doing it right. away from Buddy Mayhem. Well, no, I'm just trying to give some – I mean, they've got it planned out, right? Now you're going to go order an extra dessert because Buddy Beheim acknowledged your existence on Fox Sports Radio. If the only BTS that matters is Buddy the Stud. BTS. That's what you need, right? There there. you go. All right, go enjoy the rest of the dinner. We'll we'll check back in. We'll make sure we get the audio check of all the love uh, that Buddy bestowed upon you. I'm going to get so drunk and tell my dad, you've always disappointed me. (laughs) You don't understand what you've done to me here. Oh, man. Isn't that what he's supposed to do on his birthday? Anyway, enjoy the night off, buddy. We'll we'll see who else we can bring from your, uh, your life onto the show. That you miss just as much as Buddy. Okay, just so that's happening. All right. Oh, I've got. I've I've already started to tweet at at people that know him. We'll see if we can make that happen. All right. See you in hell. Yeah. Later. See you tomorrow. Uh, There, there's uh, Jason Smith uh, live in a living color, getting taunted by our producer, <laughs> Justin Frostberg, and Ryan Bershinger uh, here in studio, uh, and he'll rue the day that he missed this one. Uh, I, I, you know, I think that we we handled it well. I think we would have creeped a buddy out if we would have patched, you know. Oh no, that would have been through. bad. Yeah, that no, that would no, have no. maybe if you know. I think I think we probably saved Jason from himself. Yeah, no, he was he was playing. He played along, and when I said what you know what I did, he he basically gave him the big invisible bear hug. So thanks to Buddy Bayheim and, of course, Jason Smith for, for dialing in the fantastic uh, last 15 minutes here on Fox Sports Radio. But you know what? We've got plenty more uh, brilliant content to come. And Be sure to catch live editions of The Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. He's Mike Harmon. I'm Dan Fire. We have a brand new fantasy football podcast called I Want Your Flex 
twice a week, every Tuesday and Friday, we come up with new episodes to not only look back at what happened, what you need to do at that minute, and also look ahead of what's coming up in the fantasy football world. That's right, Dan. Every week, we're going to scour the waiver wire to find the pickups to turbo boost your fantasy lineup, sits, starts, fantasy football players' rankings to get you ready to dominate the competition. Listen to I Want Your Flex with Mike Harmon and me, Dan Beyer, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, at the very least, as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating Cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Juan Gabriel. Juan Gis. Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the Challenge Gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. 
old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back in. It's Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Dan Beyer in for Jason Smith tonight. If you miss any of the show, goes up when we're finished. Apple Podcasts, Google Play, SoundCloud, the iHeartRadio app. You can find it everywhere. Uh, download it, give it five stars, uh, and then evangelize. Give it to friends and family. It's free. It's free to give out. I mean, that's the gift that keeps on giving. 24 hours a day, Fox Sports Radio content for free. There you go. And now you can check off a bunch of people on your holiday list. Happy Hanukkah to those that celebrate. Uh, good thoughts to your your friends, your family, uh, and all those you hold dear. Uh, let's try to grab each other tight uh, this holiday season and do some good uh, in the world. Dan Beyer, each and every week, you do the yeoman's work. You go through <laughs> the good, the bad, the ugly, and, and, you, and you rank stuff. And no, not just stuff. You rank the top 10 players on your MVP pyramid, and people can find it every Wednesday at Dan Beyer on Fox. And it's a lot of moving parts, a lot of injuries from when we started this season seemingly a lifetime ago, Dan, uh, and, yeah. and a lot of good performances. And just when we think we know a squad, they drop two straight to teams that they have no business dropping games to. So uh, as you go through and try to parse through the data to rank, a little bit, uh, if you can, uh, to the good folks on your philosophy of how you do it and maybe a little preview. Yeah, I'll give you a preview. It comes out every Wednesday. It is the MVP pyramid. And the reason that I did this, Mike, was because it really bothered me when guys' names would pop up in the MVP conversation just randomly after one game. And it usually was a standalone game, so a Sunday night game or a Monday night game. And all of a sudden, somebody would have a good night and you would hear, oh, he should be the MVP because everybody was watching that game and that's where the talking points come from i don't think it's fair for the other guys who may be playing a bunch of one o'clock eastern time games that are separated and spread out throughout the country i don't think it's it's fair to those guys to not have their accomplishments be talked about just because of the time slot they're playing in so i started this from week one and had the pyramid and it's mike it truly has been like the nfl season and it's kind of been like the heisman trophy where you're just wondering of who wants to win this thing because the consistent play that you think that you would get from an mvp caliber player in the NFL, there have been few and far between candidates that want to be on top of the pyramid. But the guy, and I'll tell you right now, you're hearing this exclusive first, the guy that's going to be atop the pyramid tomorrow when the pyramid comes out is the guy who was on top of the pyramid last week, and that is Tampa Bay Buccaneers quarterback Tom Brady. When you really look at the full scope of who was in the MVP conversation, Mike, Brady has had the most complete season of everyone. His November hasn't been great, but his September and Octobers were great. And his team is 8-3. and three. He's gotten big victories. He's been a part of those big victories. And when you think of the other contenders that have been in the mix, whether it be a Kyler Murray or a Matthew Stafford or a Lamar Jackson – those guys have been up and down, and sometimes those guys cause the problems that their teams are having. Sure. Tom Brady has not done that. Despite the high interception numbers that he's had over these past three or four games, Tom Brady is your NFL MVP if the season ended right now. Yeah, I think as you, you go through and you, you get Gronkowski and, and Leonard Fournette back, you know, you've got the team uh, squad assembled. Who knows what's happening with Antonio Brown? But it seems that good old number 87, no matter what you try to do, and using the play-action pass has been so instrumental for them uh, and that he just slips out. And somehow, even though he's going to the Hall of Fame as a first ballot guy, uh, he seems to be walking free in secondaries uh, each and every Sunday Monday or the occasional Thursday, which just leaves you scratching your head. But to your point, everybody else has had such an uneven run throughout the season. And even with Tampa losing a couple of games, I mean, that doesn't preclude you. Kyler Murray getting hurt. Although I like the Thanos 
return note that he put out there, you know, you, you'll get into the Marvel Universe soon enough, Dan. <laughs> well, I'll say Kyler Murray is still in the thick of things because other guys do not want the position. There is one surge in the pyramid, though. Aaron Rodgers now has put himself squarely into the conversation. You will see him high up the pyramid when it's released tomorrow. Some fantastic stuff from him. Uh, broken toe, COVID toe, whatever you want to call it. Uh, guy making plays. All right. This is the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon here, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, real credit card questions require real people someone who understands your issues and works to resolve them with you that's why discover offers helpful u.s based representatives available 24 7 discover exceptionally common sense mtv's official challenge podcast is back for another season and so are we i'm tori deal and i'm anisa ferreira the wait is over guys all stars four is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Cultura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.